Okay, we are on the bottom of Nun Aleph, Ahmed Aleph. Um, yeah, so we, uh, we, we asked a question last time. I just want to make sure we clarify this, right? Um, I don't know if we have time to go all the way back to the whole thing. But um, basically, we had said, we'd asked the question, was the opinion of Reverend Gamliel um, um, uh, a contradiction to Shmuel, right? Because Shmuel held, right? that if I go ahead and I, uh, again, there, there's two different people or two different women, right? And he uh, gave a get to one and not to the other. If you give a chalitza to one, to the one you're given the get to, Shmuel had said it doesn't make the, other, the, the second woman uh, petura. She doesn't go free, right? Uh, and, but that seems to be against, against Rabbi Gamliel, who had said uh, that get lazu, get lazu, you just give a chalitza to one and the other one's free. So Shmuel answered, And yesh zika always means, I think it was one piece that we didn't totally explain yesterday, that yesh zika always means that the zika is so strong it makes it as if you're married already. Right? That was the point before, right? That the, the fact that there's a zika between this man and woman, they're, they're already married, right? So his point is that if you hold yesh zika, then again, then the, then the connection with the second woman to the yavam is so strong that a, that a chalitza given to the first woman when she's already on her way out, which is like a weaker chalitza, isn't going to work, right? But if Ramgamliel holds ein zika, right, then that connection, the zika already isn't so strong, so I'm not so bothered that the chalitza being done with woman one who already had a get um, is not the strongest, strongest uh, chalitza in the world because anyways, the zika isn't, isn't as super strong. Fine. So the Gemara picks up on it and says, So if you're telling me now, again, according to this approach, that Rebbe holds Ein Zika, that means Rabbanon Sarei, if you can flip the page, Rabbanon Sarei Yesh Zika, right? The Rabbanon must hold that Yesh Zika, right? That there is a Zika. We're going to bring a problem now from this issue. And what is that? Rashi writes, right? They bring, this, bring up this point in order to, in order to um, raise a problem, Right? Um, and okay, Ukatani Seifa, right? And it says in the Seifa, Vechen Ata Omer Achas, right? And uh, we, we had at the end of that other Brisa, at the end of the Brisa we had said before, and it's true also, it doesn't just have to be, right, one, one man and two women, it could also be, right, Achas, right? It could also be two men giving the get or the mimer or whatever one after the other, right? Uh, and this seems to be a problem with Rabbi Baravuna. Why? Rabbi Baravuna held that if you have a situation, we gave a chalitza psula, you have to go, the woman has to get a chalitza from all of the brothers. So if one brother gave a chalitza psula, right? So there was a get to woman one, and then, uh, you know, and then a chalitza to woman two. So now he, she has to go back. Uh, you know, woman, you know, sorry. You have, well, let's look at Rashi. Rashi explains it. Look at Rashi. says, Ukutani right? If you gave this, if you gave, um, right, if, one, if two men gave her a get, one of the men, right, then one of the brothers now gives her chalitza, right? Right, the case was, again, 
multiple, there's a possibility of multiple brothers, right? Doing the same, you know, uh, multiple, multiple, um, um, the case of multiple brothers who are, um, multiple brothers who are all doing all these different actions with the same woman, right? So not just, you know, one, one Yavam who gives, you know, get to this woman, Maimon to this woman, and whatever to the next woman, but it's that there's only one woman there, right? There's only one Yavama. And there's, but there's Shimon, Levi, and Yehuda who are all doing multiple things with her, right? So what happens in that case? Um, that if two, meaning if brother A and brother B had both given her a get, right, the same woman. So what happens? So the bride side said, so what the case was, one of, the, one of them gives her a chalitza, and this is a fil rabbanan that amr yesh zika, sagi labaha chalitza ru'ua. And at that point, all, what has to happen, she gets a, a chalitza from one of these, these men, and she's free from all of them. Right? Yes? In this case, in this case, if we're talking about if she, you know, a woman, there's only one woman, and there's, there's, uh, there's um, brother, you know, Shimon and Levi. So Shimon gives Rachel a get, and then Levi gives, gives Rachel a get. Neither get works to solve our whole problem, right? And after they both did that, what happens? Now Shimon goes and backs and does a chalitza with her. And when Shimon does a chalitza with her, she's also separated. She's now also, the relationship with Levi is also ended. Because of that one chalitza, which is typically how it works. But according to who? Are, are, is, are we saying that the Hold it. Yeah, hold, no, yeah. Just, ah, so oh, right. Oh, so, yeah. so this price it seems to say, and this is what Rashi says, feel the Rabbanan. If you keep it to the Rabbanan who say, Yesh Zika, still, even according to the Rabbanan, that was enough. And that seems to be a problem. Okay? Um, and this seems to be a Tiyufta, the Rabbi Baravuna Amarav. Why? Because Amaravuna Amarav, a Chalitza Psula, Srikha Lachra Kola Achin. Look at Rashi. Daha Nami Chalitza Psulahi. Right? Uh, this is. Also a chalitza psula. Both cases are cases of chalitza psula. Sha'achar um, ba. Right? If you have a, if you have a, you know, a get. Again, the guy was supposed to do a chalitza and suddenly gives a get. And then afterwards he does a, gives a chalitza. That chalitza, I guess we're calling that chalitza psula because it's, it's like a, the wrong type of chalitza. Right? It's done after a get was given. It works in the end, but it's a chalitza psula in that way. Um, so if that's true, and, and in that case, what do we say? She needs both Le- uh, Shimon and Levi to give her a chalitza in that case. Right. Okay? That's right. That's what Rav is saying. You have to give a chalitza and all, all of the men have to give her a chalitza basically. Right? And even the Rabbanan who hold, again, now that the Rabbanan we said held, if the Rabbanan hold Ein Zika, well, the truth is, even if, uh, well, let's assume everyone's holding Yesh Zika. If, the Rabbanan, if everyone's holding Yesh Zika, meaning we assume that the Rabbanan hold Yesh Zika, Right? And, and, and then we said that they held, even in the case of Yesh Zika, one, one chalitza works, even though, for one, for one woman or from one of the men, even though she's gotten gitten from multiple men, right? This seems to be a problem, this seems to be a problem because Rabbi Rav Huna Marav has said that she has to get a chalitza from everybody, right? Because it's a chalitza psula, it's not a good, it's not a really good chalitza. So how are you going to explain this? Which one is it? If, if everyone's holding Yesh Zika, then, then which one is it? Do you have to get a Chalitza from everybody or she can just get a Chalitza from one? Yeah? Okay. So answers the Gemara, Amalacha Rabba Barafuna, Bain the Rabban Gamliel, Bain the Rabban and Savre, Ein Zika. No, 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 no. 
Rabbi Rav Huna say, no, stop with this whole yesh uh, zika, ein zika. Everyone really holds ein zika. Uh, and so it's not really a problem. That's the reason why that one get, uh, that one chalitz is enough. Uh, so what's going on here? V'hacha, but get acha get, umaymer, acha maymer, come with No, this is just a machlokas. These two possibilities, does she need a get from every, did need a chalitz from everyone, or need a chalitz only from one of them? That just goes back to our original question, which was, Get acha get and ma'amar chamar doesn't do something. It does not do something. Right? We saw before. If you assume it does, the get acha get does something. So then she needs a chalitza from everybody. If you assume it does nothing, so all she needs is one from one. Uh, and this isn't like this really isn't a question of the yesh zika ein zika. Don't 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 get me started on that machlokas. That's not really what this is about. That's all. Um, so again, because it, it was a tangential question, it was just if you assume yesh zika, what are you going to do now? And his answer is don't 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 go down that road. You don't need it. You can explain this machlokas simply by our, by our basic. Original, original issue. Okay, fine. So continues the Gemara now. Amar Mar. Maimer Bazoo, Maimer Okay, what happens if, um, again, Shimon is the brother of Reuven who passed away, and we have Rachel and Leah. So he, gave a, he gives a Maimer to Rachel, and he gives a Maimer to Leah. Rabbi Gabriel Omer, no saying get la Rishona, Right, what does he do? So for the first woman, he gives her a get. Right, he has to give her a get because he gave her a mimer. Right, and he also has to do chalitza. And he's forbidden to this first woman, Rachel's krovim. And the second woman, nothing to talk about because again, Rabbi Gamliel is one who holds ain't get get ain't mimer achar mimer. The second get, the second mimer had no difference, made no difference, and the second woman, he can marry her her relatives. Okay. Gemara says, Michti. Gemara says, Michti always means, let's take a look. Let's look a little clear, more careful here at this case. Michti. Kasav Rav Gamliel, Ein Maimer, Achar Maimer. If Rav Gamliel really holds that there's no Maimer after, one, no, one Maimer after the other, Rishona Nami Tisyave. If it's true that he holds that the second Maimer does zero, right? So what did he do? He gave Maimer to one woman, Maimer to a second woman. The second Maimer did nothing. Okay, what's mimer? Mimer is the first step in Yibam. So why does he have to give a get for the mimer and then give her a chalitza? Just let him marry her. He gave a mimer to, to woman one. He gave a mimer to woman two. Right? Mimer to woman two is a zero. That's what he told us. It's a zero. If it's a zero, then it's, it's if what happened, he gave mimer to woman one. That happens all the time. That, that's, that's the right thing to do. Mimer to woman one and then Yibam with woman, with woman one. And, the end, and that's the you know, Shalom Yisrael. They get married. Right? Why, why is that not something? Why, why the fact that he gave mimer to two women, according to Rabbi Gamliel, who was a mimer or mimer? So then, just let him get this lando yibum. Why can't that be an option for him? Yeah. So, so the Gemara says, Gezera Dilma The Gemara says no. We, once he did a mimer with the second woman, he's now opened the possibility of someone considering that he could technically have done yibum with both women. So if now he did mimer with woman one and woman, woman two, he goes ahead and even with woman one, what if he going to say, oh, I guess he could do even with both women? He could argue. Okay. Maybe it's not as, it's not as strong. Yeah. I don't follow. What, why does, what's the connection? So you, yeah, so usually we say like this, right? Let's say Reuven dies, he has two wives. Shimon shows up. So Shimon has to decide. Yibam Chalitza, whatever. And he'll decide who's in with one woman, Right. So if, he's go, so if he's going to do Yibam with one woman, what does he do first? First, he gives Mimer. He gives her a, a ring, whatever. He looks like Kiddushin. He does, gives Mimer to her, and then he, and they go, then he has Yibam. Then they do full Yibam. Good. So the point was, according to Rebbe Gamil, they hold, and what happens if he does Mimer with the first woman? And then he goes, he does Mimer with the second woman too. 
So like, yo, dude, that's not okay. You can't do that. You're not allowed, right? You're only allowed to do whatever you're going to do with one woman, one of the sister, one of these two women, correct? Fine. So if he does mimer with the second woman, so the Rabbanim would say, whoa, the second mimer has an impact. You know, you've just messed the whole thing up, right? Because the Rabbanim holds, yesh mimer, the second mimer had an impact. It made something. But, but, but the Rabbanim Gamliel holds, the second mimer has, has no impact. You didn't do anything, right? You're not forbidden to her crowfing. So the Gemara says, so fine, so let him do even with the first woman. Because if, if it's clear that I did nothing with the second woman, so just make it like a regular situation where I did, I'm doing, I'm in the process of Yibam. Twice, right. Because if you, if you now don't say, yeah, it doesn't count. But if you don't, if you don't now ruin the whole thing because of this, he's going to think what he did was fine. So in, instead, because he did a second mimer, we have to cancel, sorry, the whole thing's off. There's no wedding. It's over. Right now, just end the whole thing because now you've opened the, the possibility of someone thinking that Yibum could happen with both women, which to us sounds sounds strange. By the way, it's not as strange in the times of Chazal when people got married to two people, right? So it, 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 to us, it's like wow, who even think that anyways? The answer is in those scenarios, they, they actually thought you could. They, that was something people did, right? So you would have two wives. So if that was the case, the concern of him maybe marrying both women that was a real thing. He he would consider marrying two women. So, that, so it's a little more, I think, we, we think we're like, whoa, who cares? Like, how would that be? But I think that's the point. But, but it would seem to be the answer is slightly off. That it shouldn't be that he might think he could... Uh, no, it means anyone might. Right. Anyone might think. Okay, well, I mean... Anyone. Yeah, because the way, the, the way Archibald translates that he might come to do evil with both women. Okay. As opposed to okay. the rest of the world would see it. But it could be both. It could be yeah. both. We don't want him to do it, and we don't want... But it is true. If he, if he sees he can go ahead and do evil with her... He might think he'd do even with the second but one. But if somebody's telling me he's telling him he can't do even with both women, they would have told him that he couldn't do mimer with both women too. Okay, uh, well, no one told him that, right? Correct. Right. So all, now all of a sudden somebody. Well, these are people doing okay. things. Well, these are people doing things without, without consulting, right? right. So that. Right. So now if he did, right. did that without consulting, and now. Because the next thing ever. Really <laughs> okay. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. But yeah, you're you're right. It, 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 I I also thought of it more as it's that that we're going to think that 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 in general this is okay. okay. Yeah, but you might. Yeah, correct. Okay, next. Um, Rabbi Yochanan. Um, so now Rabbi Yochanan is going to explain to us how there are many people who hold, right, that mimer, that mimer works. Okay, Um, Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan says as follows. Rabbi Gamliel, Ube Shammai, Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Shimon, Ube Azai, Rabbi Nechemia, all of them, Kulu Svirlehu, Mimer Kona Kinyan Gamur. They all hold that mimer works kinyan gamur. So kinyan gamur, just to be clear, doesn't mean here that it really makes them fully, fully married, but it's, but it's very strong. As the mimer is not just some drabanan thing you have to do, but the mimer actually has a halachic impact. Okay? It doesn't make them a fat, like fully, fully married, but it has a very strong, um, very strong uh, connection. It's the process of kiddushin. Yeah but, yeah, but it's almost like, it's not just like, Look, Rashi says Kinyan Gamor. It's like seven or eight lines down in the skinny lines on the left side. Lo Gamor Mamish Ela Kinyan Chashuv. So Rashi has to say that because you can't say, I think, you can't say that this Yibam Midaraisa is, is, is Bia. It is. That's what that's Yibam is. So to tell me that the Rabbanon came and said that by doing Mimer you made a full Kinyan, you made a full, a full Yibam, that's, that's not what Yibam is. Yibam is, is, is Tashmish. So, so to say that Kenyan Gummer, I think Rashi's like, well, like a little bit pumped the brakes. You can't say Kenyan Gummer, Gummer. Like, you can't, I'll be all the way. But yeah, but it's very, it's, but it's not just, this is the first step you're supposed to take in order to make Yibam. It's, 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 it's more powerful than that. 
Okay. So when you see examples from each one, how we you know it's going to take us a little bit into the other other you know sugyos for a minute, but we'll 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 get through each one, and this will take us to the end of that. Okay. Rabbi Gamliel. So how do I know Rabbi Gamliel? Rabbi Gamliel, how do I know? We already know Rabbi Gamliel. Rabbi Gamliel told us already that a mimer achar mimer, the first mimer is very powerful. Fine. So we know that already. Bishamai disnan. Bishamai, as you saw him, as you see in the Mishnah, we're going to see it later on. Shlo is in. Um, yeah. Shlosha Achin. So you have three brothers. Shnai Mehen So remember your charts for a second. Three brothers. This gives me one disadvantage of I'm not using the Zoom, right? Okay? So three brothers. If we get back to a lot of charts, we'll have to start downloading and we'll hand out pieces of paper. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a good problem. So you have three brothers. Two of them are married to two sisters. Okay. And one of them, remember, is not married to anybody. Okay? He's free, he's free and open. Okay, one of the two brothers who was married to the two sisters um, dies. So Reuven dies. And Levi comes and does Mimer with, with his wife, with uh, Rachel. Okay? And then Shimon dies. Okay, so Reuven dies and, um, Levi, and Levi does, Yibum, does Mimer with Rachel and then Shimon dies. And remember, now that Shimon dies, this woman, right, this second wife, Leah, is the sister of Levi's wife. Right? The, she's the sister of Levi's, uh, the woman he did mimer with. And that's a problem of Achos Ishtal, right? She should be totally off limits to him. But only if what? Only if they're married. Okay? Hasheni, v'achamez achiv hasheni, b'shami omrim, ishto imo. He's married already. V'halazu teitzei mishum Achos Isha. So he holds that when, when Leah, the sister, now falls in Yibam to Levi, we say, sorry, Leah, nothing even to talk about. You're off limits. Why? Because you are the sister of Levi's wife. Right? Because Levi did mimer with Rachel. Right? Levi did mimer with the first woman, with Ruvain's wife. And once he did, and again, did he do Yibam with her? He just did mimer. But doing mimer makes it Kenyan Gamor, so that when... When, when, when Rachel, when, whatever, the second, the second sister dies, uh, sorry, when the, the, husband of the, the husband of the second sister dies, and she now is ready to come have a zika to, to, to Levi, the answer is you don't have a zika to Levi. Why? Because we never, anytime we have Ashes, you know, Achos uh, Ishto, we never even start Yibam, right? If, if a man's married to a woman, and her sister's married to his brother, and the brother dies, so then we say, sorry, there's no Yibam in that situation because that's Achos Ishto. Right? So the point here is that Beishame considers her Achas Ishta. Why? Because Levi did mimer with her. Even though he didn't do actual Yibam with her. So you see that he holds that it's a Kenyan Gamor in terms of making him her, his wife. Okay. Next. Reb Shimon. Reb Shimon also is that, that, that uh, Mimer does a Kenyan Gamor. How do I know this? Anya. Amr lahu Reb Shimon lechachamim in bias rishon bia biasheni eina bia. What's the case here? The case here is Rashi explains is the following case. You have two minors, okay? Two boys between the age of nine and 13, okay? Why do I care between nine and 13? If they're less than 13, they're not a gadol yet, but if they're older than nine, then, they're, then they're, their act of bia counts, right? They're, have, they're old enough that if they would, they would be together with a woman, that that act, that act counts as an act of tash mishamita, okay? So it could work as an act of, of yibum, for example, even though they can't really get married, Right, Midaraisa, they can do Yibum, these boys, because they are already of age that they can have a regular Tashmish. So the so the, the scenario is um, 
Yeah, look at Rashi just for a second. Amalhem Rabbi Shimon. Um, it's actually above where we are on the Gemara, on the left side. Amalhem Rabbi Shimon, Lakam Beperka Isha Rabba, Ben Tisha Shanim Vyom Echad, Haba Ayavamta, Vachazaruba, Achiv, Ben Tisha Shanim Yom Echad, Aleha. So you have two brothers, right? But there's three brothers total. There's Reuven, Shimon, and Levi. Reuven's an adult who's married. Shimon and Levi are both, you know, uh, 10 years old, whatever. And each one of them, and so and this woman falls to both of them. And they each have Tashmish with her, one after the other. First Shimon, and then Levi. Okay? Um, so what happens? Psula al Yado, right? So that, at that point, she's forbidden now to the other, to the other brother because of him, who had this, the, second man, the second brother who had Tashmish with her. Uh, because the, the Tashish of this nine-year-old boy is like Mimer. It's not like, B, it's not like Yibum because he's a, a minor, but it is like, considered like Mimer. Uh, so now she becomes like, it's a Ke'ilu, that he did a Kiddushin, that each one of them did a Kiddushin. Um, so, so the Chachamim who hold, Yesh Mimer Achar Mimer, so they're going to hold that if there's if there's two bios one after the other by these by these minors, it's going to create a situation of Mimer Achar Mimer, in which case she's psula to both of them. Okay. Um, however, what does Rosh Shimon hold? like Rashi in Rishon He said, "What do you mean?" Basically, our argument of Mimer Achar Mimer in general, right? That if the first Mimer works, then it works. And the second one's nothing, and if it didn't work, then the second one did nothing too. And therefore, don't make them possible to each other. But the point is, the fact that Rabbi Shimon said that, you hold that he holds that Mimer is a Kenyan Gomor. It's very powerful. Right? So let's just look back on the Gemara. Rabbi Shimon, Desanya, Amr, Luhu, Rabbi Shimon, He said back to them, If the first Tashra was real, then the second one's a nothing. Because again, Mimer's strong. And if the first one was nothing, then the second one's also a nothing. So the... And says the Gemara, "Vaha bias ben teisha kemaimer shaviver abanon v'kam Rabbi Shimon ena bia." So you see that that um, um, the the bia of a nine year old is considered like a maimer according to the rabbanon. And Rabbi Shimon says, "No, it's not. Why is it not? Because again, it's not because the first one was very powerful. Meaning, it's very powerful. The first one was was real. The second one becomes then a nothing because the first one had that power." Okay, Ben Azai. What about Ben Azai? Has he hold that maimer is a, a kin in Gamor? Desanya ben Aze Omer, Yesh Maimer Achar Maimer, Bishne Yavamim, Viyavama Achas. Vein Maimer Achar Maimer, Bishne Yavamos, Viyavam Echad. So Ben Aze says, if you have uh, two, two men, right? Shimon and Levi, right? And one woman, Rachel. So then you can do Maimer Achar Maimer. Okay? But Ein Maimer Achar Maimer, Bishne Yavamos, Viyavam Echad. But if you have one Yavam, and he does mimer with the first woman, then that second, that second mimer is a nothing. Again, same, same thing. It's a, it's a nothing. Why? Because the first one was made a kinyan gummer. Once the first one makes a kinyan gummer, the second one doesn't have the ability to do, to do anything. Okay. Yeah, the difference though is, and this is the one thing that's not totally clear to me, is, the, what is what, what's the distinction in the, in the first case? Um, oh, so, so, so Rash explains it. It's true in both cases. Benazi only holds it in the case where it's two women and it's one man and, 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 and you, know, the, the, you know, he does mimer with each of them. Rashi explains the distinction. Rashi explains the last skinny line. Yesh mimer achar mimer b'shnei yavamim v'yavama achas. Dekolchad v'chad takinu le'rabban and mimer ba. It goes back to a conversation we had a few days ago that the Chachamim held that 
you, you, there's such a svara to say that for each, each woman has their own like mimer bucket. Like you don't like, you, don't, you didn't like empty it um, for, each, for each person, right? But when it's, um, or sorry, each, each yavam in this case has the ability to perform a mimer. So his mimer has an impact. But if it's the two women, one after the other, right, with one yavam, once he has done mimer with one, the mimer of the second one isn't, isn't going to have an impact. But the bottom line is the fact that he says that in the second case, that's enough to show us that he believes in general that Maimer is a king and um, Okay. Uh, next, Rabbi Nechemya. How do you know Rabbi Nechemya holds that Maimer is a king and Or this Nan, because we're going to learn in the Mishnah. We learned in the Mishnah uh, just before. Uh, yeah, yeah. Rabbi Nechemya Omer. Achas be'ila va'achas chalitza. It doesn't matter if it's the actual tashmish or it's a chalitza. Bein betchila, bein be'emza, bein besof. Ein acharei klum. Right. So he held that that if there's a tashmish, right, or if there's a chalitza, wherever at whatever point it happens, that ends the, that ends the story. Right. There was you know you know maimer to one and get to one and bia to one whatever. But he held that if it's a tashmish or it's a or it's a chalitza, doesn't matter if it's the beginning, middle, or end. It's going to, anything afterwards is meaningless. And again, a bia psula, like a bia that happens after a get, for example, right? So if you had get and then bia and then mimer, so that bia is a bia psula because you've already started the process with the first woman, right? So we could, that bia is, no, is, is really not as strong. And nevertheless, and, that's, and, we, and the Chazal consider that like mimer. And nevertheless, vikatani and he holds that, that afterwards, the, you know, the, it, it does nothing. So you see there again that he held that things that are like mimer, right? Something that's considered like mimer, uh, anything afterwards is a nothing. So you see again that's another example where um, where uh, Reb Nechemia now another person another one holds that the the mimer is considered very powerful. It's considered a kinning